0: Hey everyone. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. My name's Florence Bremmer. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, Follower of many television shows, self proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 20 years. I wanted to celebrate an anniversary with my listeners. This is my two year anniversary doing the podcast. I can't believe it. It just kind of hit me in the last few minutes. I started it Memorial Day weekend two years ago. My first weekend, I put out, I think I put out three podcasts just to get a feel for what it was like to speak into a microphone, what it was like to upload the podcast, all of that. And now here I am two years later. As I record this, we're still dealing with COVID-19, obviously. Um, Lots of developments in the last two weeks. I did not record last week. Um, A a title of the episode, I think I'm going to call it. I haven't decided yet. Maybe A Tale of Two Weekends. Um, so last weekend, I spent the entire weekend working on this very large case that I have where I had a very large oral argument on Wednesday. And it was just study and preparation and pulling cases and review and also just trying to relax my body to be ready for it. Um, I continued that review through Monday and Tuesday. I and, and one of the topics I'm going to talk about is why we are starting to feel like there's no separation in our week, where every day sort of feels the same. I'm having a really, really hard time differentiating between different days of the week. And I did a little research about that and wanted to talk about that as well. But before I get to that, just want to give you kind of an update on what the last two weeks have been. So all last weekend I was working, and I kept thinking, all I need to do is sit down for um, 45 minutes, an hour, do a podcast. I couldn't even honestly think of, even think about the podcast. I was so wrapped up in this project, and... um was working on it nonstop and when I wasn't working on it my brain needed to decompress so I couldn't even think about talking about being a lawyer or time management or anything plus I was kind of feeling like a failure like I'm spending my whole weekend just working so I'm not drinking my own kool-aid I'm just working but that happens occasionally I guess so I reposted and and The other thing is, I so I reposted an old episode, but I didn't even do that until I think Monday afternoon. And it was because I was so consumed with working that I would remember that I needed to repost and then I would forget. And that's just really, really unlike me. Because one thing I am pretty good about is writing things down and, um, and, and, Following my lists. I always have lists. I always have a calendar with me. And I just was just so, so busy working. But I will say this, I and I've been saying it throughout the pandemic. I am very happy to still be working. I am still happy that my business is going. But I'll tell you too, it gives me some anxiety as well as things are starting to open back up and I wanted to talk about that as well. So for last week, um, so Monday and Tuesday, I had meetings, including clients coming into the office. I've started that again. We're disinfecting. Uh, as soon as the client leaves. And um, I had people come in, and I was working. And then Wednesday was one of the most craziest days I've had in a long time. I had four hearings that day. They were all telephonic or video. But I'm finding that it's not like you can just call in One second before the hearing, and just jump on, and that's it. There's all this preparation that goes into it. Plus, one of the hearings was for a corporate client, so I went to their office and conducted the hearing from from there. So that was a little bit different too. Um, Two of my hearings I actually took care of um, the morning before. The actual hearing took place because I had the option on those hearings. So I contacted the opposing counsels and said, I have four hearings today. Some of them are overlapping. Can we talk about this really quick? And they were very cool about it, and we got it done. So then I traveled to my client's office, took care of that hearing. This was the hearing that I'd been preparing for for quite some time. And it went great. Um. there's, of course, after you do a hearing, it doesn't usually mean resolution, it usually means more work. And that is the case in this, but I have a little bit of a reprieve. (coughs) So then Thursday was kind of a and then Wednesday afternoon, I had a video hearing. So Wednesday was all day hearings. And and I could feel things were starting to pile up. And I actually worked very late into the evening, like almost till nine o'clock. I was working at my, after I got home for the evening, I just continued to work at my desk at my home. And um, before I knew it, it was nine o'clock. And I just went into bed and I thought, okay, Thursday, hopefully will be the day that I can just catch up. Thursday was one of the most insane days that I have had in a, in a long time. I think when I counted, I ended up having 14 either hearings or meetings that day. Um, A couple of hearings, mostly meetings. Um, I think everything ended up being video or telephone except for one, perhaps. And then the rest Um, was telephone, and it was nonstop. And I would be on a video call or a telephone meeting, and i put my phone on Do Not Disturb so that it wasn't ringing through to my line. And when I would get off, there would be three to four messages. I didn't have any staff in the office that day helping me. We're still getting back to having staff in the office, and I think starting next week. Things will be more back to normal that way. But I was running the whole office myself. I was handling anyone that came through the door. I was answering all the telephone calls that I could. And I was doing all my meetings. So finally, and throughout the day, more meetings would pop up. I was getting, I, I got a new case, and it's a very, very tight time frame. And, um, I didn't anticipate that this would happen but then a ton of stuff happened with it. And so I had a two meetings regarding that new case on Thursday and then I got a call from a client that I'm filing something for next week. And the document was mailed to him and he didn't have it yet. So I basically read it to him over the phone and did a meeting that way. And it was just adding meeting after meeting. People were emailing me and saying, can I get on your schedule and talk to you today? I'm finding that it's, I think I need, it's one of those things that I'm going to have to let just roll off my back and, and not stress about it. But what's been happening quite a bit lately is I get an email that says, can you call me and get me, can I get on your schedule today? Um, the, it's difficult when someone wants to be on the same day. Um, in fact, it, and, and I don't know, maybe there's a full moon. I haven't checked it out, but there was, it was taking me so long to get back to people because it just was, I, I couldn't get back to people fast enough. I'd get off the phone and I'd write another page of messages. I wrote in the message pad, there's four calls per page. I probably did four or five pages of just messages, and a lot of them ended up being duplicates, and I wouldn't write a new message. I would write on the old message. So it was just call after call after call. So I was very, very happy to get through Thursday. So on Friday, I worked from home um, early and then took a shower kind of later and then went into the office. I had some late last minute appointments at the end of the day, people who needed things um, on kind of an urgent basis. So I squeezed them in on Friday afternoon. And um, now as I record this, it's Saturday afternoon, and I'm starting to finally feel like a real person again. I'll work tomorrow. um, And it'll be catching up on emails. And uh, I have a folder of mail and some paperwork that just kind of piled up. So I threw it in a folder and thought, I'll look at it this weekend. Okay, so that's my tale of two weekends. Um, I actually took a nap this afternoon and a long bath. I, I took a two hour bath and in the bath, I ate nachos. It was amazing. It was one of my most favorite things I've ever done. Um, and I don't have, you know, the work I have this weekend is not like one big giant project. There is actually sort of a big project that I'm working on, but it is nothing compared to what I was doing last weekend. So when I have a project that's just so huge, and then I'm transitioning into another project that is not as big, it almost feels like I'm on a vacation. I'm recording this on Memorial Day weekend. Arizona is opening back up again. Sometimes I am very surprised at what is opening up, and I'm also experiencing confusion and some apprehension, which I think, from what I understand from looking at what other people are thinking, they're feeling the same way, too. Like, do do I go to the mall? Do I go out to eat? And for Superior Court, Superior Court has basically changed everything to telephonic hearings or video hearings. We're actually doing trials by video. It's okay. It's not bad. You email in your exhibits to the court, which is crazy because in the past, the court in a million years never would have accepted email exhibits. And now that is the protocol and procedure. And goes okay. You know, a little bit of technical difficulty sometimes. Sometimes the screen freezes or somebody drops off. Um, I had a hearing um, a few days ago where the judge had an echo on her side. And so she went into her chambers and then there was no more echo. So there's definitely like some technical stuff going on. But it seems to be going okay. So there's that. But then... Other courts, so um, federal court is uh, basically telephone or video too, but then I have another hearing coming up in a different format, and a few days ago when I checked the website, they were saying we're doing everything by phone. I went online to verify that to make sure I had the information, and I couldn't find it anymore. So I asked my assistant to call, and they told her, oh, we're back to in person, And I was surprised because this is the type of hearing where 20 to 30 hearings will be scheduled on the same day, and numerous people will come in for it. So I was surprised they were opening that back up to the public and lawyers. And that gave me a lot of anxiety to think, okay, I'm going into a place where lots of people are going to be sitting. I I'm guessing I'm going to bring my mask with me and, and keep it on the whole time. Maybe I'll take it off for my argument. It just was uh, unbelievable. And then I had some hearings get set in Justice Court. They're back to normal in Justice Court. It Sometimes it feels like a little bit of too much, too soon, too fast. But I don't know. I guess it's a wait and see. I pray that people aren't going to keep getting sick. I'm praying that I'm not bringing stuff home to my family who is staying isolated. Um, I'm, you know, going out and working and my son-in-law is going out and working. We both kind of have jobs with the public. So now what? I, I don't know. Okay. So that's what I have going on. And through all this, I noticed I'm having a really, really hard time separating the days of the week. So I just googled it. And there's actually a psychology behind it, where when people are accustomed to a certain structure, when you start to work from home more, that structure makes you feel more confused about what day it is. And I'm not working from home All the time. But how my schedule has been is I get up early. I've been getting up very early, usually five every morning. I will go downstairs and I start with emails. And sometimes I'll have like a smaller project that I've been carting around and haven't been able to get to. So I'll try to do that in the morning. My grandson will get up. I usually try to take him for a walk. It's twofold. Number one, I get to spend a little bit of time with him. And two, it gives me some sort of exercise. I haven't really't been doing anything else besides the walks. Every once in a while, you know, some yoga poses. My daughter who's pregnant will do a, prenatal workout on YouTube occasionally, and sometimes I'll join her right in the living room. Those have been fun. um, But I I don't have any sort of good exercise routine right now. So the walks have been a lifesaver. Plus I'm outside, which is really important to me being outside has always been really important to me. And now to have some outdoor time when everything is so crazy, like I need it. It not, it's not an option. I need to be outside. I need some sunlight. I need some fresh air. It's starting to get hot. So I need to do this in the morning. Okay, so after the walk, I usually will work a little bit more, check my emails, see what new, what's new that's come in. And then I hop into the shower. So I've been getting to the, if I don't have appointments, I'm able to do it this way. When I do have appointments, it's usually getting ready earlier and kind of cutting down my walk to sometimes 15 or 20 minutes just to have a quick walk. The other uh, Wednesday when I had all the hearings, I just had to skip it all together. So it sort of depends on what's happening, too, in terms of scheduling. Because a lot of hearings are telephonic, sometimes I'm able to conduct them at home rather than go to the office and do that. Um, So Uh, that's what I've been doing. And then I get showered, go to the office, I will spend as much time at the office as I need. And I've been my, I've been scheduling mostly meetings in the afternoon, so I can get some work done during the morning, do my meetings, do whatever I need to do, talk to my staff if they're around, get my mail, go through the mail, then I come home, and that can be anywhere from two to six or six thirty, and it just sort of depends on the day. Um, there were a couple days last week. On Thursday, I got home really late. I got home at six thirty, and that is such a—it's such a bummer to me because when I get home at six thirty, the day is completely over. I'm like quickly dealing with dinner. I need to be in bed like within a couple of hours. It feels like I just don't have a day or an evening at all. So that is why my, and, and for other people too, who are working from home, you don't have this normal routine anymore. I don't have these little stakes where things are different. Um, in the past, I've had, like a trip coming up for instance where i can say okay um it is march 31st and on may 4th and i'm going to use a actually a specific example i'm going to disneyland i was supposed to go to disneyland on may 4th obviously i didn't and that, those little stakes of things changing has always been something that has kind of Grounded me to where I am, like where I am in the season, where I am during the year, what day of the week it is, and all these are are gone. I also had normal weekday routines that were gone. Like for example, Monday, um, I would often attend an exercise class. Sometimes I would skip it. Tuesday, I did yoga very consistently. Wednesday I had church group, Thursday was my daughter's dance, and then the weekend. So it was always sort of the same things happening during the days of the week. And then during the weekend there would be things such as going to a movie, um, seeing my parents, a family party, things like that where your week or weekend would be broken up a little bit. Weekends, I would have church. Now I'm doing church from my kitchen table. So I'm spending a lot of time in the house, which just makes all the days feel the same. There's also no separation between your work hours and your downtime. I will work all the time, because I'm trying to run a business. And in order to accommodate people who are trying to get a hold of me, I have to check into the business, check the voicemail, check the emails, see if there are notices from the court. It's not just hanging it up. I don't think I've had a single Netflix binge since the coronavirus has struck. I can barely get through a movie with how my schedule has been. It's just been a lot of work and I think a lot of people are experiencing that as well. If from the article that I read and the research that I did that people are also working more than ever before. They're constantly tied to their devices and needing to check into the office. And that's a very, very hard to not have that very structured downtime. And also too, when a weekend did come, lots of us in, you know, prior days, we had things that we were doing, which was maybe going away for a weekend, getting together with family, like having these events where you could look back and say, I had a really good time. I had like a really nice time seeing my mom, seeing my brother, and those are cut off to a certain extent. The other issue that they had said is people are spending more time looking at screens. And amen to that. I think we all are. Um, We're tied to phones. Our phones are our way to connect to our family and our work. We have constant work on laptops. And then for our leisure time, it's either watching TV or a movie and for a lot of people is video games. So it's just constant screens. There's not a break from the screens. This is another reason I always make sure that I take a walk which is to get away from screens. But I will say this, I always listen to a podcast when I'm walking because otherwise my mind just races. So the podcast at least lets me focus on something else and maybe come away a little bit smarter or at least a little bit more relaxed. The other issue people are having is that their sleep schedule is very thrown off. So mine is that I am having the hardest time staying up past eight or nine o'clock. When that time comes, I'm ready to collapse. Like I'm so exhausted. I can't even watch a show. Last night, after this week, I put on the John DeLorean documentary that's on Hulu. I don't know if I'd recommend it necessarily kind of skipping around a little bit. It was fine. Um, I had heard some good things about it and didn't find it as enjoyable as I thought I would. And it possibly is because maybe I just wasn't in the mood. but I put it on and I'm out like very quickly. I watched a movie um, that I'll talk about in a moment when I'm done with the content of my podcast, but I had watched a movie on Hulu called The Mandela Effect. And it took me three nights to get through it, because I I put it on, I set my timer for 30 minutes, I fall asleep probably 15 minutes into it. And then the next um, night, I reverse back to where I was and start over again. And then it takes a few nights to watch it. The only good thing that I have going on is that I am getting up early. So one thing that's easier for me is that we're in the month of May right now. So there's lots of sunlight. So I'm getting up with the sun and that makes me feel better. I this is it's I guess it's good if there's any blessing to anything that this is not happening when it's December, when it's dark all the time, I would probably be in constant hibernation. So some things that are recommended for trying to differentiate between the days is one, creating a routine. I am doing this, (laughs) but in a way the routines I think are also making me feel like every day is the same. So I think the routine is important, but I think the other important thing is throwing in some things that are a little bit outside of the routine. Whether it's a Zoom happy hour. I did a Zoom... Um, I guess it really wasn't happy hour because it was at night. A few weeks ago, I did a... Zoom meeting with, um, with people who listen to a podcast and the people who run the podcast called The Film Vault, which I've talked about before. And we did like a Zoom cocktail hour. And the people who ran the podcast um, took comments and questions from the chat. All the people who were on the Zoom call, we're chatting amongst each other in the chat. It was very like fast-paced and fun, and that felt like a party to me. It it felt really good. So if you can have some events in there, um, yesterday I went to my brother's house with my kids and my grandson, and um, uh, just went and visited my. Niece and my nephew, who graduated from high school and eighth grade respectively, and um, brought them a card and just stood and chatted for a while. It was a little odd, like we couldn't hug each other, we didn't hug each other, and um, we didn't come in and sit down. We just kind of stood in the entryway and just talked for a bit. We were inside, you know, we're We've all graduated to going inside now, but didn't sit down, didn't share a meal. It was, you know, kind of a bummer that way, but it was like a little bit of an event. So that felt good. From um, another thing that's recommended is have some days off. I, and this is even something I did or at least tried to do before everything hit was to have at least one day off where I didn't work so my mind could be clear. Usually for me that day is Saturday and Saturday is my day where I will do fun things and um, and and I go to church that day. In the past I would go see a movie too. I try to watch a movie at home. instead, sometimes we'll do fun things to make the, Uh, a movie at home experience feel a little bit more special. Um, Harkins Theater in Arizona, you can buy big bags of their movie popcorn, which is still good. Um, Even getting it in the big bags, it's still fresh. And uh, I went and got some of that yesterday and they also had movie theater nacho pack that you could buy and I got that as well. So that helps um, too. I try not to, um, while I'm watching a movie, have my laptop laptop out and working because that's a bummer. So just trying to keep work separate from time with the family is helpful. Set aside some time for self-care. My biggest thing has been reading. I've been reading, a ton I've been I've read a lot of books a lot of books that I had bought for myself or someone had purchased for me that were sitting on a shelf or were tucked away and I forgot about I brought those into an area that I can see them have like a little library and I'm going through them and it feels nice I've taken more baths than I have in the past um and been listening to a lot of podcasts and just trying to have some quiet time when I can. My studio, as I've mentioned before, is my closet. And sometimes I'll actually just come sit in the closet and just get out of the hustle and bustle of the rest of the house. Another thing that's recommended is getting outside every day. Like I told you, I try to do a walk every day. And having the walk in the morning tells me this is the morning, this is the start of your day. Okay. Oh another thing I was going to wrap up, but I had a couple more notes to myself to of things to talk about. Another thing to differentiate differentiate between the days is to make a list of things to do, the following day, so that you, well, number one, so you remember them, and two, so you just have a plan for the day. And that makes you feel like, okay, this is a different day. This makes me more productive. Um, Communication with others is important. The ways I've been communicating is email FaceTime, text, phone calls, video conference. And all of that's been helpful. I've done a variety. I can't tell you, well, only do phone calls. That's the most, that's the best way to do it. I've done different methods for different people, whether it's clients or, um, family members, and I've mixed it up. <laughs> so it's, it's all good. Just use what works for what you need at that time. For business owners, think about some marketing, some professional development that can be super, super helpful. I have been still continuing with my same marketing methods. I'm going to, there's one marketing method that I have a contract on that expires in a few months. I'm not going to renew it. And I'll, I'm thinking about what, if anything, I should replace that with. So I've been thinking about marketing. I've been trying to network to a certain extent. And mostly it's just reaching out to other attorneys and saying, and not even for the just for the purposes of networking, but just because it's nice to reach out and say hello and see how the person is doing and if there's anything they need and to let them know, hey, I'm still out there working. If there's anything I can do for you or you hear of someone who needs help, send them my way. All right. I have a few things that I watched or read this week that I wanted to share with you. One I mentioned already, it was a movie called The Mandela Effect, and it was on Hulu. I think it was a movie made just for Hulu. It's not bad. Like, sometimes those movies are not good. (laughs) There was one that I was watching that I've already forgot the name of it that was not good, and I've given up on it. Um, But this one was pretty good, and it was sad. It had a very sad uh, plot to it, but it also talked about the Mandela Effect, which I have always been fascinated with. So you can Google it. There's lots of videos on YouTube that explain the Mandela effect. And for a lot of them, they do apply to me where I have thought that. The one, the one regarding Nelson Mandela, no. Um, what it's named for is Nelson Mandela, because many, many people think he died in prison during the 80s or 90s. And uh, and. As you know, he was released and he died afterwards. But people swear he died in prison. That one was not the case. I remember when he was released and for years afterwards continued to promote um, civil rights and um, civil rights, particularly in South Africa, and was a great resource and inspiration to people. So I don't recall him dying in prison, which is not happened. But I guess many, many people have that as a memory. There were some that were very surprising to me that actually educated me that I was having the wrong thought. Think about the Monopoly man. What's on his face? It's not a monocle. There's nothing on his face. And even though I know that now, When I picture him, I still picture a monocle. Also, remember Bugs Bunny? What is his cartoon that he's on? Looney Tunes, right? Tunes, like cartoons, T-O-O-N-S. Nope, that's not how it's spelled. It's tunes like music, T-U-N-E-S. That makes no sense to me. In my head, forever, I will see it like tunes, cartoons, which honestly appears to me to be the better marketing, but that's not what it is. Um, so I, I find I found this movie pretty good. And so um, I would recommend watching it. If you've never heard of The Mandela Effect, or looked into it, there are lots of 10-minute videos on YouTube where they describe it and show you the examples. I think you'll be surprised. There's more, and it's very weird. And I don't know what it means. It's just like this collective misremembering, but it's a very, very fascinating. Okay. Um, I also watched the Harvey uh, Weinstein doc on Hulu. Uh, I think it was called Untouchable. Very sad for all the women he victimized. Shocking how long he victimized people. And what, I I mean, jerk is just like a, not a strong word for him. What a criminal he was for years. And it just went on and on where he was just protected by money and privilege. It's, it's a very odd story and very shocking, So that was a pretty good documentary. I started, I noticed that the um, biopic Rocketman uh, regarding Elton John was on Hulu. I put it on yesterday because I was super tired and I figured it's probably kind of an easy watch. I never ended up seeing it. Um, I received a recommendation from a family member who said don't see it it's not that good and I thought well it's on Hulu I'm not going to be missing anything I've watched the first hour of it I really enjoy it it reminded me how much I love Elton John's music it's not like a typical biopic it's not like um the queen uh one regarding uh, Freddie Mercury that one was more like straight biopic like this is What he did, this is what happened. This has more fantasy in it. It's almost like a Broadway play. And the guy who plays Elton John, um, I can't remember his name. Edgerton might be his last name, but he's excellent. He does his own singing. His voice is not quite as great as Elton's, but I mean, how could it be? But it's very, very good and it's amazing. He does his own singing. And I'm really enjoying it so far. We got tired and and turned it off last night, but I'm going to go back to it at some point. I'm reading a couple of books. If you're looking for books, I'd recommend. I just started a new Aaron Hernandez book. I have read every single book about him that is out there. A new one came out called Killing Fields. And I'm about two chapters in and already it's fascinating. It feels a little bit different than some of the other books that I've read. Every book always has like new information. And whenever I read a book about him, I um, learn something else. And he's such a, a fas- fascinating, tragic person that I want to know more, and I, I a, a villain too. Like if you look at it that way, he really, really hurt people, including ending their lives. But you look at his face, and like s- a an, smiling, handsome jock. Like it's just such a dichotomy that he he is very fascinating. And I know a lot of people watch the um. Documentary on Netflix, which is a great place to start, but there's a lot of books out there, and I'm starting this new one, and so far it's excellent. I'm also reading a book that is a book for teens, but it has gotten such high reviews, and my daughter got it for Easter. It's called One of Us is Lying. There's a sequel called, um, Oh my gosh, I can't think of what the sequel is on the tip of my tongue. It's like One of Us Is Something. Um One of Us Is Next. That was the sequel. And it's very good. Like it it, it feels more I mean it's about high school students, but the themes are a bit more adult. It's told from the perspective of four different narrators, and I think the point is one of them is lying. And I can't figure it out. I'm about halfway through. My daughter was having some trouble getting into it. So I thought, well, I'm going to start reading it. And then she's going to read it. And then we'll be able to talk about it because I've read it. So that's why I'm reading this book. And it turns out it's pretty darn good. It's a bestseller. And I don't think there's hype between it. I'm hoping, or hype for it, I'm hoping that the end is... Good, because that's always a problem I have with books is that the there's just so much momentum in the book, and then you get to the end, and it's just feels like a balloon deflating. But they're a bestseller, so I'm hoping um, it it is good. I'm also reading a book called Billion Dollar Whale. It is about a huge financial scam that was perpetrated by a. Malaysian man who was in, I guess, his twenties at the time that he did it, um, where he spent billions of dollars of government money, and I'm not sure how it ends. His last name's Low. He he financed the movie Wolf of Wall Street, which is um, kind of amazing as well, and just blew through this money. And I'm reading. I mean, he bought. He had a like a $50 million yacht built for him. <laughs> he was, he bought a private jet, like this was all with government funds. Um, so it's very, very fascinating. Don't know how it ends yet. I'm about two thirds the way through it. But I recommend that book as well. Thank you so much for listening. I am going to sign off for the week. I appreciate your comments. I appreciate from hearing from you. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on my personal Facebook page and on my law office. Facebook page. You can find me on my website at BrummerLaw.com. We're also on Patreon as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. I will be back next week, and thank you so much for giving me a great two years.